Jason and Becky really, um, years ago, did something remarkable, and that is kind of building a youth ministry from scratch and laying that foundation. And we're so grateful for their years of uh, support and help and sacrifice and resourcing. And you guys have done an amazing job making disciples of our students. And we're so glad that you're still helpers and uh, that the Barners are helping to take this over. We have the Miamis that are helping. We've got Amy that's helping. We have other people that have signed up to help that will be helping. So one of the ways we love to do it is uh, collaboratively and as a team. But Lynette and Jeremiah will be the point people moving forward, and we're excited about that. So the big announcement, and that's a big announcement. The other big announcement is this. We're planning to move to a new location as the neighborhood church. So before I talk about the new place, I want to say that Freeman Heights has been a great place to land because they were here when we needed a place to be. We were um, in a place after many moves that were reactionary, that we were told we had to move, and so we scrambled for a bit, and we were a nomadic church, and so Freeman was a great and stabilizing presence. It was a great place to land. It was a great people to partner with. We started doing like Halloween events and all those things. But don't forget that The Rock and our involvement with it was an outgrowth of our relationship with Freeman Heights. And they've just been a great people to partner with. And during COVID, when we weren't meeting here, um, we kept uh, paying each month, just as a sign and a symbol to, you know, just that, hey, we're still in this together. And they were super gracious not to, over the last several years, keep jacking up our rent or something like this. So it's been a great partnership. They've been so kind um, to uh, help us through that. And we hope that we've been a help and a good partner with them as well. So we've been renting on a month-to-month basis. We don't have a long lease or term or anything like that. They're not kicking us out. We just are not going to leave them in a lurch. We are just stepping out, this time proactively, not reactively. The last several years, it's because this building got sold. We had to go there. We're meeting at a weird time there. And so what ended up happening was we just as an elder team, Bud, Toby, Jason, and I, started thinking, hmm, could we, should we start seeing what else is out there? I belong and help facilitate a group of pastors in East Dallas that represents um, several dozen churches, and half of them share spaces. And so we would all get together and we're praying and encouraging and equipping one another. And then I start to get invited to their spaces to do music or to preach or to teach. And I start looking around and I think, huh, what are you paying? What are you doing? And they had this different and unique situation that I know that Freeman would have given us if we could. And that is a more dedicated space. And so we started looking around and thinking, could it be possible that there's another church in the area that could offer something that helps us as a more dedicated plug and play, turn the light on space, and that we could help them by coming alongside and injecting a little bit of cash and a little bit of help in life as well. So we were proactive looking around and deliberating, this time because there might be something that helps us toward the next season. So we will be sharing a space, Lord willing, 
with First United Methodist Church in downtown Garland. It's less than a mile and a half from here. And so we will have, Lord willing, a space that is a lot more ours. They have a basement space that consists of a large meeting room that seats about 70 or 80, depending on how crammed we want to be in there. And then they have two good-sized classrooms with one hallway, two bathrooms, and access from the outside. A wall of windows. It's right on the corner of Glenbrook and Avenue, uh, oh no, Avenue B. I only went to high school right across the street and grew up in Garland. <laughs> but the, the idea is that it's a huge help for those that come early for sound, worship, and setup. There was a funeral in this building earlier this afternoon. And then our two normal sound people couldn't be here. So Sherry came. Kelly came. They were coming together because we've got to rewire some stuff here. We've got a separate board up there. We've got to turn on all this stuff and set it up. And all of that happens in addition to a rehearsal with like two hours before service starts. So it'll be a real gift and a help to be able to come into a space that's a little more ready to rock. And so it's also a more intimate setting for our worship, facilitating more connectivity and energy. There's a big difference, and I visited a church last week that is our size, and they meet in a room that seats 60, and let me tell you, it is a very different vibe. Well, we've got 40 of us sprinkled out in a room that seats 300 versus 40 of us in a room that seats about 60 or 70. And let me tell you, these drums are going to be a lot more fun over there, maybe. (laughs) We think it's interesting, too, because it'll be our own kind of stamp. We get our own chance to kind of have some more um, stuff that is, that is ours, that looks and feels like ours. And again, this is no knock on Freeman Heights, but just to say, like, it's a real gift that we'll have something that's a little more ours, a little more dedicated. And the reason we're actually getting a little bit, um, a, a better, a lot of bit of a better deal is because they asked us, would you be okay if like that? Um, community Dallas County parent educator can still use one of those classrooms and we said yeah we just love the opportunity to be on the other side of the fence saying hey you can come share our space so this is a new opportunity and we think it's something that's exciting With those two large classrooms, we have one that is a personalized classroom for our kids. You all may not know this if you're not on the um, uh, kids team, but we transform a room at the end of that hallway. Clearing back tables, setting up chairs, we bring out a TV to play our music video, to play our teaching video. We've got an area for the little ones. We have toys. We drag this out every single week. So now we have an opportunity to have a more personalized classroom ready to rock for the kids. And then the other classroom we plan to be mixed use for our student hangouts before our services, for hanging out after, for coffee, for meetings during the week, for classes during the week. And then the other fun thing is that we're going to have more flexibility for Easter Sunday. We don't have to go off site. We have more flexibility to do Good Friday, Christmas Eve. Can we do an Ash Wednesday service? Can we do random worship nights or prayer nights or just have a 
key card to tap in and go for our youth activities to do VBS, to do all these different things. We have more of that kind of flexibility. We also have a church that's excited to have us. COVID was rough on them and they're an older congregation. And I think when they saw a 30 something with tattoos say, we would love to meet here. They said, yes, please. I just think it opens the door for some fun new opportunities. The financial side of it is that it's a rent increase from what we're paying now, but it's the same rent that we were paying pre-COVID. There's a little bit of a buffer because there will be some cleaning fees, but we think that we can handle that between us and save a few bucks doing that. So there is a rent increase that we were not prepared for and haven't been doing for the last two and a half plus years but it's still significantly cheaper than going and getting something brand new on our own. I know a lot of people tell me, well, look at a storefront. And I said, yeah, but have you seen how much it costs to rent and build out? They're not doing that for you. So what's really cool about the Methodist church is that when we looked down at the carpet, we said, what can we do about this carpet? And they said, well, we think we can have the money to replace it. So they're going to replace the carpet in our space for us, much like you would if you were renting a house. It's the thing where they do the big stuff, but then when we said, what about the walls? Can we paint the walls? And they said, yeah. So this Tuesday, I'm going to bring some paint samples because we want to show that we're in this together. They shouldn't have to cover all of that cost. So there will be some financial commitment there because we're buying, um, we bought TVs, thanks Prime Day, instead of doing a projector like this to have in that space. We're hoping, Lord willing, to purchase chairs, nice, good chairs. We'll be rolling out how you can help contribute to that. So there will be some financial commitment we would ask for you to give. To continue to give faithfully, um, as you do. Uh, but also, there will be moments within reason for the first phase, at least, to just give over and above we already have a great soundboard. Robert is working on constructing like a rolling media booth. We already have a lot that we're able to bring over. But then there's some things that we'll need to do that will not just be for us in this next season, but it'll be ours moving forward to whatever happens after that. Would we be open, pay attention, and respond appropriately? So what you can expect for the next steps is hearing about some fundraising things. They're ready to meet with the carpet folks this Tuesday. They'll be replacing the carpet. That's why I was like, can we paint with the old carpet still there for a little while before we become bad tenants and get paint all over your new carpet? So literally in the next few weeks, we're expecting that they'll be ready to do the carpet. We'll be sneaking in there and trying to paint for whoever and whenever we can. And so uh, there is going to be some getting it move-in ready, but you can expect, hopefully, Lord willing, we might be in there as early as October. We just don't know yet. A lot of that is going to be nailed out this week. To be honest with you, we have an elder meeting at the first Tuesday of every month, and at that first Tuesday, we're like, okay, we're telling, uh, this was in July, I think. Like We were like, okay, we're going to tell Larry, um, and then we're going to tell the church, because we're thinking of, we've been talking with, deliberating with for months. So we're going to tell them, hey, we're thinking of moving. And literally in the last two weeks, they're like, okay, we're doing the carpet. When are you guys coming? Next week or what? It was like, whoa. All of a sudden, 
it was, it was kind of uh, stepped up, this whole process. We had a user agreement in writing. Uh, that was all kind of finished up and drafted. So all of that has happened quickly. So what that looks like is we're still going to kind of go in proactively, deliberately, and make sure that when we're there, we're there enough to where it's comfortable and it looks good and it's ready, not just for us, but for our neighbors that will come. Because I'll close with this. We think it will be such a unique opportunity to still be a neighborhood church in a downtown space because we are literally positioned across the street from two different apartment complexes that meet two different demographics sociologically, financially. Think about how if you've been to downtown Garland, like I was this morning, you see the square being remodeled, the playground, the stairs, the stage, the lights, and just imagine to be walkable on a Saturday evening for picnics this fall in the square or heading over to Intrinsic or Latham and walking and being near where these people are. It might provide us that new opportunity there. Still within reach of the center point of where all of our people are coming from regionally and where our neighborhood focus is just a stone's throw from where we've been doing ministry for so long. So I just imagine that this is a catalyst for mission and connection, and I just hope that you trust that we have not just sprung this on you. We've been thinking, praying, meeting, talking about this for months, and to be honest with you, it was around last fall that they approached us about this, and we started to think maybe this could be a thing. So just know that you're hearing about it now because it really was expedient the last couple weeks. But literally, we were talking before all that saying, I think we're getting close enough to let Freeman Heights know and to let our people know that this is the direction and trajectory to where we're heading. So with all that, is there any questions initially now? I may not be able to answer all of them, but we want to make this um, announcement, a little bit of a conversation too. Is there any questions? Yes, Keith. Yeah, you know, this was something that I think I was probably angling for more than the others. But the thing about our church, the question for those online is still Saturday nights, I'm assuming. Uh, it makes it easier for the Methodist church. And the last three families and people that have visited and joined or become like uh, regular attenders googled Saturday Church Garland and they came and found us. And some of us that work have reoriented their work schedule to accommodate this. And then some of us, like my wife, um, loves their Sundays now. And so I tell people when they say Saturday at five, I say, yeah, we're always going to butt up against, you know, sports, weddings, you know, birthday parties, whatever. But you make time for what you value. So whether it's a Sunday afternoon, a Sunday morning, or a Saturday, if they're not coming on a Sunday morning, what makes us think we're going to come on a Sunday afternoon? You make time for what you value and what's life-giving. So, so far right now, we're still thinking one big change at a time. We'll stay Saturday at 5. Helps the parking, helps them, helps us with some continuity for those that have kind of reoriented. Good question. Any other questions? Yes, Debbie? The baptistry is not easily accessible. We are looking at getting one of the um, portable like troughs. We do have access to an outside space and a green space, which we are also thinking of within um, limited little kid reason 
for uh, Easter egg hunts, getting their wiggles out, and for moving a baptistry under an awning like these troughs for churches like ours that share space, rent space in non-traditional ways, but not something that's built in and dedicated in this uh, place. Great question. Any other questions early on? Becky? Are we still going to do the closed closet? I, I, uh, I still say I, one big change at a time. I think I'm st- I still love the closed closet. I love what we're doing there. I think that, that this will open up new uh, ideas, partnerships. I think it's a pay attention to God and respond appropriately. We've sank a lot of time, love, energy, relationships we have rooted at the rock. So uh, I'll just answer a question that maybe is not asked. This does not mean that we're just like done with all things rock. Um, any other questions? Uh, at the moment, at this second, you know, I never say never. I try not to do absolutes, but any other questions? Yeah, so that one's a little more interesting. Again, because we have the relational connection and we have the closed closet connection. The question online is, how about the neighborhood table? Um, they have a um, community engagement minister there. She's awesome. She heard about our, our neighborhood table, and she was like, show me how to do that, because they have a large fellowship hall that we would also have access to. It's where we did the rock dinner of the 30th anniversary dinner last year, um, which that's kind of what started this. They started approaching me because I was talking with them and doing that. But for the neighborhood table, again, I mean, all things being equal, still jamming at the rock. Um, until it just doesn't make sense to do that um, over there. So TBD, I still love the neighborhood table too, you know, because again, we have those relationships, those things. And maybe this is like a mission catalyst and thing to expedite, like, you know, making those connections to the next step, coming to our worship gatherings, seeing what's happening downtown. It's a different population there. There's a lot of homeless folks there. So who knows what opportunities are there? Yes, Pat? Any ideas to when our first Saturday will be? I'll know a lot more this Tuesday. Depends on the, for us, kind of our, Carla's not there, but Carla's kind of looking at chairs, used chairs, new chairs. Um, So it's kind of like carpet, paint, chairs, sound. So we already have been saving money by buying some of the sound stuff. Like I said, we have a, a board that's ready to go. We, got, we saved a ton of money on two TVs so we don't have to mess with the projector. So we started nickeling diming that the last couple months. When was Prime Day? A month ago. I mean, this is, we're not, this is still very new. But that's why I think like earliest, I feel like sound, chairs, paint, um, carpet, uh, hopefully by October at the earliest. Oh, will we have any kind of permanent signage? Yes, they said leave our, we can leave like a real estate sign out there and they have a digital rotating sign right on the corner that someone literally ran into with their car three weeks ago. So they're rebuilding that and they said, uh, when that's done, uh, send us your logo and it'll say Saturdays at five. So they'll have that rotating on the digital one, and then we'll have a permanent one. And again, it's on the corner of Glenbrook and Avenue B, where lots of cars there. So maybe new visibility, potential for new visibility. That's why I haven't been, 
That's why I haven't purchased a replacement for our sad little sign that's out there. Shout out to Jack and Jacob that put it out there and take it down every week. Any other questions? Online questions. We need help painting. Thank you, online universe. You'll help. You know, it's not like back to school is happening and we don't have a billion teachers in here, but um, hey, we got the rock painted somehow. And that was in some fun Sundays and otherwise. So, so yeah, you'll definitely be in the loop for that. Any more further questions? Opportunities to help financially. Can I tell them about kind of the idea that I feel like, where's Toby? She's on her phone. Can I tell them about kind of what we're thinking? Okay. All right. So I won't announce it like officially with a dollar amount, but one of the ideas that we had is that you can, quote unquote, sponsor your chair. And for some cost, you purchase your own chair and then a chair for a guest. So this is kind of this idea. I don't think we're going to put a little gold emblem on it like the sweet old church lady. Sorry, Emily. But um, if you know what, I guess if you're buying it, you can bring a Sharpie and go underneath it and whatever. I don't know. Put some gum under there. So this is one of the ways we were looking at doing this. Uh, it's, it's fun, it's, and, it's, and, it's, uh, and it's not, we hope it's not that cost prohibitive. We've got a couple, it, we're going to have to see which chairs we're circling on, but um, we know that, uh, you know, it'll be something that'll be like around the cost of, you know, a meal or two. So maybe you can fast from Chipotle and eat peanut butter and jelly and buy yourself a chair or two for you and a guest. The chairs will stay. The chairs will stay. They will move. And so here's another question uh, that I'll answer, but we're semi-dedicated in that they said uh, they have an online calendar and they said, everyone knows that um, if you're not on the calendar, then it's the neighborhood churches. So if somebody is like, hey, can we meet? It's like, yes, we can meet there. Um, because we have like drop-in rights. So it's like almost fully dedicated. So our main like worship space, the drums will stay out, the chairs will stay out, the sound will stay out with a locked thing, the TVs will be out, like everything will be out and they are not scheduling anything in that large room. But we said, if you need to schedule something in those other classrooms, like go for it. Um, So we said like, we're probably gonna need like, like if the neighborhood group, if we want to do a big Wednesday night with everybody or we had an announcement like this, you know, we put it on the calendar and if there's not anything on the calendar, we can just say, hey, everybody show up there. So it's nearly our, always ours, but in order to get like a discounted rent, we wanted to leave that open for others. Any other questions? Exciting. Can I... I have this sense that I should probably say, uh, because we were talking about The Rock, I need you to know that we as an elder team, since basically we started doing stuff, I'm going a little bit off script, but I feel like since we're talking about it, and I know we're a little bit late, but like we were always wondering and assuming that we would just like be at The Rock. Uh, We did Easter at The Rock, we were doing all this, but every time we were praying, deliberating, we just, it never felt like it was just like a ready-made, ready-to-go uh, situation. And so we did the best we could in, with like the ministry there, helping to beautify that place, 
um, and to do all that. But because it's so multi, which is the beauty of it, because it's so multifunctional, because there's so many different things, um, it would it would be, I think it it just never sent. We never sensed that that was the right time. Like um, for myriad reasons, for different seasons. So it's like as much as we love that place and as we've worshipped there, as we've served there, um, know that we were kicking that around for a long time, all the time, and really trying to pay attention to God and respond appropriately, which is why we took nearly a year just to say, what do we think about there? So just know that none of these decisions are made lightly. We try to practice what we preach and sitting with Jesus, discerning in community together. And so that may be a question that no one voiced. That is a question that's been asked in the past. And so um, we can talk more about that another time, but it doesn't diminish our love for that place, the years we've spent there, and the next season that we'll continue to minister there. But this just felt like the good spot and the good place to move from there. Any further questions? I just remember my wife's in childcare, and we sang one last song. Here's another announcement. We're doing closed closet this week. It's Richardson Group this Wednesday to prep. And Saturday is Wiley. Saturday is the Wiley Group. So uh, anyone can help, 830 to 11 this Saturday, third Saturday. It's closed closet week. So there's three announcements. And the youth are like, when are we swimming? (laughs) So we have the youth back to cool party after this. Any other further questions? Keith? Do we see this affecting groups in any way? I don't know, except that the groups have a place that they can meet if they don't want to squeeze into a living room once in a while. So I think that's how that could help. Explain what I mean by that. Um, Well, I don't know. Will you explain what you mean by that? (laughs) Oh, we can have a group there. Is that what you're asking? Yeah, that's cool. Probably. TBD. Let's pay attention to God and respond appropriately. (coughs) See, this is why we need each other. Because I'm like, oh, sure, okay. I haven't thought about a group there. Duh. Okay. It's what? Is it on the calendar? We got to get that sucker on the calendar. Okay. Any other questions or comments? Email me, Adam at TNC Garland. Text me, call me. We can talk more about this. You'll be hearing more about it. But for now, would you stand before we receive our benediction? Let's sing, and then you can receive our benediction and be dismissed.